0: We're now joined by the germ guide, Jason Tetro. He is a regular contributor here at 640 Toronto and also the host of the award-winning Super Awesome Science Show. Welcome, Jason.
1: Oh, it's such a pleasure to be with you.
0: Now, there is a new study that explores our choice, the choices we make when it comes to movement. Interesting. And how it's linked to science. Tell us about this.
1: Yeah, so one of the really interesting things um, is that when we choose to move, uh, and exercise is kind of the movement in this particular study, we need to have something that is going to motivate us. And and motivation is a huge issue when it comes to getting anybody to move. Um, you know, in science, it's really funny because you need energy to move anything, whether it be a boulder or a couch potato. <laughs> so what you have to do is figure out how we're going to do this. And what this study was trying to accomplish was... Figure out if we could change the way our urban environment looks. Mm. They, they call it active urbanism, so that people become more interested in the walkways. Um, it, it's funny. It reminds me of a of a. Um, uh, of an infomercial with uh, Vince. I, I think it was Slap Chop. He was like, stop having a boring tuna, stop having a boring life. Well, it's the same thing. Have Stop having a boring walkway and you'll have a much better and healthier active life. And that's really what this study was doing. They wanted to see if they could do this active urbanism to get people to move.
0: Interesting. So I mean it's winter and we all need the motivation yeah. to move because if it was me I would just like sit up in a sit in a ball on my couch forever uh, during mm-hmm. the, during the season. So how do they explain this?
1: Okay, so you can't really just go out there with a bunch of uh, um, you know shovels and 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 <laughs> construction equipment right. and rip up all the all the landscapes. So what they did is they used Photoshop to create photorealistic images of different types of obstacles on already known walkways. So balancing beams, stepping pyramids, stepping stones, cobblestones, lots of stones. Um, They even had like a log with a handrail over some water. That was really cool. And then what they did is they showed that to individuals uh, alongside the original image, which is just the boring walkway. And they wanted to find out how many people would be interested in taking the more active landscape uh, when it comes to being motivated to move. And so that was the approach that they took. To me, I thought it was fascinating because, you know, there have been many, many studies done in the past when it comes to eye movement that you can use photorealistic images to try and get people to see things differently. And I think this is sort of like a really interesting extension of that to see whether or not you can motivate people just simply by showing them an image.
0: Okay, so how many people decided to choose the more challenging paths?
1: Yeah, so... The highest level for some of the challenges was seventy-eight percent, which is huh. really, really cool. Wow. I mean, there were there were some, you know, it's like, uh, well, we're going to do basic training from uh, the the Marines. I think it was only fourteen percent, but you know, <laughs> uh, yeah, only fourteen. But no, most of the people, four out of five, for for the most part, shows um, the more active landscapes. And that motivation, which is essentially what they were monitoring in the study, showed that, yes, indeed, if they knew that that was there, they would get up and go for it. And what's really interesting is that it didn't have any sort of um, age preference. Like, it it was just really across the ages, across the motivations, and also across the sort of... um, self-motivation, you know, do you need to have something that's a little bit more adrenaline pumping in order for you to move? That that never actually played a role. It was just simply whether or not you wanted to go for a walk or not.
0: Hmm. I guess a bit of the child coming out on, of us, right? A little bit more adventure in our day to day. So how do you think this will impact landscaping in the future?
1: Well, we're always working at trying to get people to exercise more, right? You know, the 60 minutes a day, that type of thing. And yeah, urban environments are for the most part, pretty boring. So I think what this is going to do is it's going to help to develop a new style or new generation of active urbanism. Now we have tried this in the past. I mean, have you ever been on walkways or paths and all of a sudden there's like a gym that's there? Right. (laughs) Yeah. Those outdoor gyms. yeah, those yeah. outdoor gyms. Yeah. Um, yeah, for the most part, there's lots of people who like to use them, but, you know, it really works if you happen to be in Santa Monica on the pier as opposed to, you know, Toronto in the winter. <laughs> so <laughs> by having something that's a little bit more season friendly, I think that's also going to help so that people feel more inclined to get out there and do some exercising, even if it happens to be, you know, minus five and you know wearing that tight tank top to show off your guns <laughs> probably is not conducive to what the weather is offering. <laughs>
0: Not today. At least not, not today. today. <laughs> not today. <laughs> uh, there's also discussion about ultrasonic waves and how that can also cause movement. Tell us about this. Is this science fiction? It sounds a little weird.
1: <laughs> I know it really does. It's like, it's Star Trek. Hit them with the ultrasonic beam. Right. Boom, and then the Klingon spacecraft goes off. And you're just like, wow. Well, apparently you can do that for real. and this is what this study was doing is um, essentially the Department of Mechanical Engineering at the University of Minnesota wanted to figure out how they could use ultrasonic waves to be able to move objects and to do that they were sort of looking at all the different types of physical laws that are out there to try and find one that would suffice to make this work and it turns out they they did find one it's called Snell's Law and you know it, if you don't know what that is, it's totally understandable. Um, but have you ever seen a prism? Yes. So you know how you, you, know, you put the white light into it and then yeah. the rainbow comes out? Yeah. yeah. Dark side of the moon for those of you who don't understand that. Um, and so the fact is you can do this with light to create that rainbow of colors. Mm-hmm. You can also do it with sound. Wow. But instead of colors coming out the other side, it's energy that can create momentum that will move objects and so they wanted to find some way of being able to use Snell's law to move objects with sound
0: okay you've just blown my mind Jason like (laughs) blow 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 like blowing you know the little emoji of the blown mind okay so how do we how do we maybe bring this down to Maggie's level explain like how the day-to-day how this what does this look like
1: all right. Um, I, and again, I'm unfortunately gonna have to bring up a summer uh, activity. <laughs> have you ever been to a pool? <laughs>
0: absolutely. Who hasn't? Yes. Absolutely. Exactly.
1: So you've you've watched people use a diving board. Yes. Okay. So when you, you didn't ask jump me if th-
0: I've used a diving board, I find that interesting. Uh, well, it-
1: <laughs> it's just because I've actually had one encounter where I, I asked the person, Have you ever used a diving board? And the person's like, I don't like using diving uh, boards, it scares me. And I'm like, Well, okay. So we want to be all inclusive here, right. including those who don't like diving all right, boards. All right. So <laughs> but if you've ever actually witnessed someone using a diving board, you'll notice that they jump and they hit one spot, right? Yep. And that sends them off launching into the water. But the whole diving board itself moves. And as a result of that, what these researchers were doing, were trying to find out whether or not the movement of that diving board could be harnessed to make that something else move. In, in this particular case, uh, you know, an object that's sitting in front of a, of a speaker. And the idea is that much like the diving board going up and down, those waves would actually lead to the waves hitting some other object and then moving it. So when you see a diving board and you see it going up and down, up and down, up and down, that's momentum movement. They were just harnessing that.
0: Interesting. Okay, so it's a cool factor, but what purpose does that serve?
1: Okay, so here's the really cool thing about using sound to move objects. You don't need a human. Mm. <laughs> so we've heard a lot about robotics. Robotics. And this is really going to help because then you can use robotics along with acoustic movement to be able to make changes to environments and services that may not necessarily be very good for humans to be in. Um, You know, like, oh, I don't know, maybe disarming bombs, (laughs) things like that. Mines, you know, you could actually use acoustics to be able to identify where mines happen to be so that you might be able to set them off so that you have no risk to the humans, these types of things. Um, There are also lots of harsh environments on Earth where you can probably need the ability to use sound to make movement as opposed to having a human go in there so that really is sort of where we're heading at this point in time Um, you'll also notice by the way that I said on earth because uh, when you're in outer space even though science fiction says that sound can move things there really is a vacuum Mm -hmm. and that means that there's no sound waves so obviously it's not going to work up there so for now, this is only about Earth and we can leave the Star Trek to, you know, (laughs) Star Trek.
0: Fascinating. Thanks so much, Jason. You have blown, you have officially blown my mind today. Thank you.
1: (laughs) It's a pleasure. Take care.